Right, welcome everybody. We are back. This is the Love Island cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, or my co-host and very good friend. And raring to go, I might add, is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Absolutely. Hey there, Chris. We are raring to go. Another season of Love Island and then the winter, as you say. So, should we start at the beginning? (laughs) (laughs) It's always the best way, Dave. (laughs) So, I mean, what... God, this is our fourth season now, isn't it? Because we've been across, we started in the UK, we've been across to uh, the US, we've done Australia, we're back again, but it's a different villa, isn't it, this time? Yeah, so they've moved it to South Africa, mainly because of the weather, and Ian Sterling alluded to it, it's fucking huge, this villa, Dave, it's absolutely massive, there's no expense spared with this one, so... I quite like the idea of it, and I love the fact that we're getting Love Island in January, being an absolute Love Island whore that I am. But in the same respect, I just hope he's got the spark, Dave. And and the one thing Caroline Flack has absolutely messed up on, Dave, is the fact that she couldn't be in South Africa for two months because Laura Whitmore, who's took over from her, who I'm not best pleased, Dave, that me and Sam were arguing last night, the Flack attack for me is definitely should be there and I'm not happy there's no strutting this year I know she gets a lot of stick but I like Caroline Flack um, mainly for the strut Dave I might add but everything yeah, but else what, what does the what does that kind of hostess actually offer <laughs> nothing I know she's lovely to to look at but you know I, I I think you know the fact that she could have a two-month holiday in South Africa is probably not what she was thinking of when she was beating a boyfriend to within an inch of his life <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Get that in at the end, Dave. She's got the old talking fist. And I'm going to fucking miss out on a holiday because of you, you bastard. <laughs> but no, you're there right, goes our Dave. chance of being the official podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody would like to sponsor us, you know, okay, so, so, no, but genuinely, I, I just think it adds to the pantomime of it. Now, we obviously watched, I think out of the series we've watched, obviously it's the four series that we're covering of Love Island, but in, in you know, in under, fucking hell, Dave, in under about eight months, we've, this is the fourth series. So what I would say is I think the American one had it right. They didn't really have a presenter, did they? They just sort of, everything was sort of... The, the contestants read out who was going and all that. And I think it worked. I mean, Sophie Turner does the Australian one. And, and, and you know, obviously, if you've not listened to our Australian uh, Love Island podcast, uh, what have you been doing, guys? But also, it is available <laughs> now in the UK on ITV. So there's no reason for you not to get on it. But if you did want to get on it, then obviously, we have got a full series of podcasts to go with that uh, Aussie one. But but genuinely, Sophie Turner's terrible on that. It just comes on. It's like, all right, guys. I'm a day she's not cockney. That is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> right, lads. Going down the old Vic. <laughs> Fucking Ray Winston. Fucking <laughs> Aussie accent's gone so, there. That is terrible. <laughs> it was never there, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least she's a woman and sounded like a fucking bloke. Oh, <laughs> it's Ray Winston, yeah. It's terrible, terrible. But, but yeah, she she 
offers nothing at all and the strut and everything. I mean, Caroline Flack, I think she plays up to it there. I'm going to defend Caroline because I think I'm not happy about this Laura Whitmore at the moment. Not because she's done anything wrong and fair play to her. She's had to jump in literally at the last minute to do it. But I just hope it doesn't lose a bit of the spark of the show. I know it sounds daft, but it adds something. I think I, I'm not seeing what you're seeing. I think it's Ian Sterling with his uh, kind of commentary over the top that adds to it. I think the I, I know what you're getting. There's there's something kind of uh, there's some kind of charisma with Caroline Flack that probably feels like it was missing tonight. Um, that Australian one though. I mean, she, I'm not sure she even watched the show. She seemed surprised <laughs> with everything anyone ever said at the at the couplings and stuff. She's like, "Oh right, you two are right, are you?" What fucking show have you been watching? <laughs> yeah, do you remember when the two girls kissed, didn't they? Uh, was it Cassie and... Oh, it's the girl... Yeah, that, the first uh, same-sex... Same-sex relation, which lasted oh, about... That's a surprise. It lasted about 12 hours, didn't it, really, in Love Island time, because she was onto one of the uh, twins straight away. But, boy, yeah. I'll never forget it, you're so right. We were sat there, and it was like... They'd alluded to it for three days, that Cassie and this girl were going to get together. And they were going to, you know, couple up. Then it came in. She's like, oh, well, that's a surprise. I'll be honest there, Dave. I reckon. I think that was still Ray Winston. A bit of a Joe Mangle there, but the neighbours. But genuinely, it was like, we were sat there, me and you, we were on the podcast going, what the fuck is she doing? Is she even, is she just turning up? And they're going, right, this is what's happening today. We're going to surprise yourself. Because she took a break halfway through the series to go on a little two-day job with her boyfriend. I mean, I agree. I don't think she watches anything. But with this, we'll see with Laura. I could be totally wrong. By the end of the show, I'm cooing over going, oh, she's been great, a revelation. But at the moment, like you've just said, I don't necessarily think we need a presenter. I actually think we should let the contestants who are staying in there give out the fucking bad news because that would really stir the shit. That would be fucking great. If someone hates each other and you get like a lad there, it's another lad or a girl, it's like, oh, oh, my God. You're out. Fuck off. See you. Pack your bags. You know, like that sort. That'd be great TV. Yeah, or just send them a fucking text. <laughs> oh yeah. I guess the, the only thing that does it, it does is when Caroline Flat would walk in. You know, you can see the asses drop of everyone. They're like, <laughs> oh shit, something's going to happen now. So it's yeah. it's less about it being a classic sort of presenter and and just. It's almost like Pavlov's dogs, isn't it? They just walk in and they're like, oh, shit, something, you know, something's going to go down here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And look, it's all the drama of the show, the pantomime of it, isn't it, Dave? Now, Dave, shall we get into a little bit of, not every single one, but a little bit about some of the new contestants that might have caught your eye? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to get grabbed in on episode one, isn't it? Apart from the, um, I'll uh, say the word euphoria. I'm not sure that's the one I mean. (laughs) But, you know, the excitement that Love Island's back. But I was thinking to myself, can they not mix up that introduction a little bit? It's the same. This is the fourth time we've seen it in it within twelve months now, where they just come in. You get the two girls at the start, and then one by one they introduce the rest of the five girls. The format is identical. I thought they could, you know, they can mix it up a little bit there. But I mean, we started off with Paige and is it Shanice? Shanice Fudge. Shanice. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Who thinks she's Princess Jasmine for some reason? Um, 
So, yeah, we had them two coming in and, you know, they get to say, you know, a little bit about themselves and the producers obviously pick out the most cringeworthy uh, statements that they say. But, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm not really grabbed by either of them, to be honest. Uh, You know, I think it was Paige, wasn't it, who name dropped and talked about Lewis Capaldi. Um, So I don't think any of the boys in there will be... (laughs) be too worried about their looks but yeah I, I don't know just just standard stuff really I think well Dave a couple of things Sophie Turner who's the uh, very pretty mixed race uh, not Sophie Turner I've got Sophie Turner on the brain Dave Anna from uh, uh, Love Island Australia sorry Sophie yeah. Piper's actually the sister of Rochelle Humes who's married to Marvin they're always on this morning she was out of these Saturdays what she was out of um but yeah, she's uh, her sister. It's a very pretty girl. This Shauna Phillips now, Dave. Now, obviously, you've only hopped on to Love Island this last series, but mm-hmm. the series, I think series three, and there's a girl called Olivia uh, Atwood. Now, she's actually currently in Tawi, and this Shauna's got a little bit of a look about her, and she's certainly got the resting bitch face of her, because I've got a <laughs> feeling that this, this Shauna's going to be an absolute uh, firecracker, Dave. I can just see it, and obviously, we'll get on to... Uh, why, why, why I think that in a bit. But the one thing that stood out more than anything, and I do think health and safety-wise that the presenters and the actual producers should have said something when the show started, Dave, because I actually had, I'm not joking, I had to go and buy a pair of sunglasses because fucking Connor's teeth, Dave. My God, they are <laughs> fucking bright, my word. I mean, fair play to him. He's got a lovely set of gnashes on him, but fuck me, they're fucking blinding people. It was like the uh, <laughs> fucking uh, a sun or something <laughs> when you look at the sun. <laughs> it was. I mean, uh, they look slightly ridiculous, don't they? I mean, uh, uh, there's like three people that come to mind. So the first one is Bobby Firmino. You know, shiny white teeth. The other one is Dwayne Dibley, if anyone remembers that from from the Red Dwarf days. Again, big, prominent white teeth. But the the other one that's just come to mind is Ross (laughs) from Friends. Remember when when Ross put that whitening gel on too much and then the the lights went down and and you could see his teeth in the dark? Yep, yeah. Uh, and also, Dave, what <laughs> you won't watch it. I watched one called Jersey Shore that's been an OG uh, reality show for years. I love it. It came back about four years ago. Absolutely love it. And one of the main characters, Ronnie, it's on MTV. He's, he's had his teeth done, Dave, and they're like his Connors. My fucking God, they are horrendous. I mean, you know, we're talking. Well, he, he seems to think, he, well, not he seems to think. He, he said, you know, in his, in his pre sort of speech, you know, he, he does quite well out of it. So. It obviously works, but I, I think they're, they're bright white to a comedy level. And and yeah. I don't think his haircut helps him. You know, again, no. I, I just Look, he seems to be getting plenty of attention from the ladies. So they're obviously seeing something that, that I'm not. But, you know, again, I'll, I'll throw out a fourth one. I, the first person I thought of was Will from the Inbetweeners, you know, old briefcase wanker. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just he strikes me as he looks a little bit odd but he's certainly not one of the the worst ones that uh you know in terms of getting some attention back from the ladies i mean naz walked in there didn't he 23 year old builder and as predictable as anything i mean you get the first pick but i don't think 
you know, it, it seems to be rare that someone will step forward for the first bloke because I, I don't know if everyone's a bit sort of shy, a bit nervous, don't want to seem a bit too keen. I mean, there was, uh, I think Amy last year, she stepped forward first for Anton, if I remember. But, you know, apart from that, everyone seems to sort of stand back. And uh, so it's a bit predictable that no one has stepped forward for Naz there. No, and just slightly going back on Connor, a couple of alarm bells there, Dave, because when he's with Sophie, and it looked like they were going to kiss at one point. We even had the, you know, the kissing music from Love Island, which came on as they were talking and getting close together. And she sort of leaned in. I thought, oh, hang on, she's going for the kill here, you know. And nothing seemed to happen. But when they were talking on, on like, the, the bench and they're all together, he started getting right a bit arsy. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, oh, yeah, calling me out. Yeah, yeah, you're already uh, digging, digging me, me out, out there. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's having a joke. She was fucking joking. I'm like... Alarm bells straight away. This guy might be a coffee bean salesman, Dave, but I thought, no fucking way would I be having that. He's he just seen really, really, uh, whether it's because he's on TV and he thinks he's getting the piss took out of him, but he, I didn't think he'd come across well. And if that was me as Sophie, um, I would have a few alarm bells straight away because I thought he was really disrespectful. 100%. And, and let's face it, I mean, I, was, I started off tonight and I was thinking, you know what, we're not really going to see any of the personalities. Everyone's on their best behavior. And it's really, you know, in the coming weeks that we'll see those kind of layers stripped back. And as people sort of forget the cameras are there. But that was a red flag that I mean, uh, think of last year, think of Michael. It took a while for him to his exterior to, to kind of drop down and, and see that you know there were some negative bits to his personality i thought that was straight off the bat from connor really quite you know controlling take a fucking joke you prick <laughs> yeah big time big time i, I actually think no dave the the character for uh, the episode who i actually really liked was mike the copper uh, i thought <laughs> he's blue he's, i messaged you and i said he's fucking blue his chance of ever working undercover ever again isn't he but um <laughs> no obviously we were talking about it as the show was on tonight and I, I still don't understand how his superiors would let him go in there. I know you can't be, you know, discriminating against his job or anything, but surely it's, it's quite an important role just to go into it. Maybe, I don't know, if he's going to stay a copper? I, I don't know what your thoughts are. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but I find it really interesting that they've allowed him to go in because obviously, he's, he, unless they're going to use him as a PR thing after he's, he's left the island or something, Dave, you know, like... As a, <laughs> What the fuck are they going to do? I mean, this fucking celebrity from Love Island. Come on. <laughs> the, the way I look at this, Chris, is if you are a social media, if you like to show your ass on Instagram, if you're something like that, then no one cares. You know, Love Island is all good PR for you. If you've got a normal job, you can't be that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. If someone is is actually reliant on you to perform some kind of function, and it, you know, quite happy for you to go away for two months, you're just not very fucking good. Now, the exception to that is that obviously if you're a builder, if you're self-employed or whatever, then you're going to recoup that loss of earnings you'd have thought through the TV uh, sponsorships and all that. But if you've got, like, say, a, a services type job like that, it, it does seem very, very odd. But you know. So I'm, I'm sure he'll be some kind of minor celebrity at the end of this. He, he does seem quite charismatic, definitely seems like a player. I thought I had to do a double take. I thought he looks like, quite looks like Danny Rose from uh, Spurs, the left back. But um, yeah, no, he, he's one to watch. I think he'll flip from person to person a bit and he quite fancies himself. Um, 
So yeah, no, he's he's an interesting character to watch for sure. He is, and and I'll briefly just go over a couple of people. You've got Callum from Manchester up my neck of the woods, the scaffold, and he seems to get quite a lot of attention. Quite a good looking lad. This Ollie guy, Dave, obviously we know if anyone's read social media, I don't think he's going to last very long. I think he may get the most, the biggest landslide of votes ever if he does get put up for vote at some point. Um, I'm not sure. He admitted to uh, the, the lady, the young girl, the Scottish girl, that he cheated on his first girlfriend, uh, Paige. But I'm not sure about him, Dave. And the fact that he's already boasting about oh, I'm a landowner, yeah, yeah. One minute I could be felling trees, and the next minute I'm like, all right, mate, we don't give a fuck, really, to be honest. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not really sure. He looks a bit like Hunter out of the Gladiators from the 90s who uh, Ulrika went with, but... I thought he's a dead ringer for bloody George from last season. You know, I thought he was going to ask what your favorite flavor crisps are. <laughs> but I mean, he's Tim Nice, but dim, isn't he? To, to again to roll out an old reference, you know, just very very posh. He's he's a bit different to anything we saw last season. But I mean, let, let's call it out. I mean, people might not have seen it, but these fucking trophy pictures of him. Uh, I just think you absolute twat. There is probably nothing you can do on screen that will redeem you. So I'm afraid he's in my bad books from day one, Chris. Yeah, and with us. Uh, yeah, I, I agree, Dave. I think I, I'm with you on that. I, I try and watch it subjectively, but I just can't look at him and think, you're an absolute bellend. You know what I mean? All we need is him to come out and says he's just fox hunting, and then he's going to get a fucking trillion fucking votes, Dave. He just I'm not yeah. happy with that at all. At all. I, I like to wear my slippers with the uh, uh, baby seal fur or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So just a bit of a knob. But I tell you what was interesting in terms of him, because I've seen this pattern evolve a, a few times now. I, I think in particular the, the one that springs to mind is the, the US Love Island. At that initial coupling, you know, and again, the, the guys get a pick, but, you know, some, and sometimes the girls are quite vocal and say, yeah, he's not my type, not really interested. So Paige was definitely not interested in Ollie. And then, you know, they have a bit more of a conversation. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, could be swung about by this. And then they go off, you know, and this must be over the space of like 48 hours. They go off, Ollie's speaking to another girl. And Paige is like, well, I'm not fucking happy about this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck off. You can't fucking have it both ways. You know, you can't just say, oh, yeah, I'm not really interested. And then, you know, not expect him to go off and, and sort of chat to other people. So, but I've seen that a few times now. It, it's just, it's just interesting, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, it makes you laugh, doesn't it? Because the girls, I, I don't think any of the girls, other, other than, oh, what's the name? Uh, Shauna had said about Callum, the, the Mancunian lad, the one who was said mm -hmm. to be fiery. Yep. She said, didn't she, like her head had gone. She really liked him when, the minute she saw him. And she she was a bit like standoffish because obviously we get towards the end and we get the two twins coming, don't we? Eva and Grace, um, you know, or Evie and Grace. Or, uh, Evie and Grace, no, it's not. Let me say it again. We get the two twins, even Jess, come in and obviously we get the full you know shebang they're, they're fully done up they look stunning they come down the thing with the champers the talking and what i love about love island it's the one thing and it's, and it's a human nature thing dave i'm not gonna say and be a dick and say like you know everybody is securing themselves no we all have insecurities if, if some you know we've been around it 20 years i'm sure if some massive hunk 
guy comes walking over to Sam to talk to him, he's got a six pack or whatever, and you're in that situation. And even though well, it's basically be, anyone who's ever been on Love Island, anyone who's been on Love Island, <laughs> I'm sure I'd be like, who the fuck's this guy? But on the flip side, I'm sure Sam would be the same or anybody's relationship. He's still going to be a bit standoff. He's like, who the fuck's this? So when they come in, the fact that they've only been together, I get it makes me laugh so much in Love Island, like the human, uh, like the human nature of people. All the girls get defensive, but yet two minutes <laughs> earlier, they're all going, I don't fancy him, me. Oh, I don't <laughs> like him, yeah. Oh, Naz, he's too small. Yeah, I don't like him. I'm like, what the fuck are you getting defensive for then if you really fucking, if you're not bothered with that? You know, you just, but then that'll happen with the lads because when a lad will come in, we saw it with the fucking Neanderthal, didn't we, in the, the Australian one, Owen. And um, when he come in, all the lads were like, who the fuck is this guy? And I'm yeah. calling Conor McGregor now. But, you know, he's six foot five. He was built like a brick shithouse. And, and they're like, what the? And they were all dif- they were all like, fucking hell, did you make us look, you know, looking um, inferior? And that's what happens in this. Man, woman, no matter who it is, whoever comes in, it, it doesn't matter. And now bear in mind, Dave, we've got the hindsight of watching the Australian one. A lot of the people watching the UK when they listen to this may not have watched the Australian one, but there was twin brothers in there. So this again, we always say that the other Love Island steal from the UK one, but the UK one have stolen from uh, the Aussie one now. And um, obviously mm-hmm. the two brothers they were, and they caused a bit of a stir and, and obviously one of them ended up winning it, didn't he, with his girl at the end. But, but I don't know about these two. I can't quite work out. And obviously we had a little preview where it looks like they have a bit of a, we never argue over a boy. Well, I'm pretty sure it looks like you are. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you can't tell. I, uh, you have to look deeper, don't you, than the words that people are saying in these fir- first early episodes because they say that and then it's just like, yeah, whatever. It's going to be a matter of time. You know, so maybe in the great wide world, you wouldn't fight over someone, but that's because, you know, there's a not an infinite number of choices, but there's a lot. Uh, now you're cooked up in that villa. It could get uh, it could get interesting. But I think, do you not think they've played this card a little bit early? You know, maybe they if they've got twins there, they could have kept hold of that for a let, let those bonds develop a bit stronger, and then and then throw that into the mix. That's, that's what they did yeah. in Australia, wasn't it? Yeah, but I, th- I think what makes me pissed though is none of these fuckers are actors, and we've seen for weeks who's going in there, and they're like. We have double trouble for you. And they're all like, is it a lad? Is it a girl? I'm like, no, it's the two blonde twins that you've probably been having a drink with before you come in the island, you fucking idiots. <laughs> because they've not like Big Brother where they hide everybody. It's so That bit was so set up. I was like, and then I don't know who it's going to be. And I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Let me guess. It's not the twins, is it? You know, because we'd seen them. They were billed with all the other contestants on the app. Yeah. They've been on the app. You know, if you've got the app, the, the first peak, been on the website. I mean, what have these people been doing? I was just like, I understand there's a bit of direction from the production company, but if they're going to go in there, don't show us anything about these twins because we knew that was going to happen at this episode. Yeah, it it was just like, you know, when uh, you've got a trailer for a movie and then they give the major plot twist or the whole plot in the the trailer. It's a bit like that, wasn't it? Because as soon as, you know, you knew who the five girls were, you know, it'd been on all the adverts and stuff that there were these twins. And so it was like, well, we know exactly what you're going to do now. So I guess this this comes back to what I was saying before. I, I think they can mix up the, the format a little bit, you know, because I, 
you've been with it now. This is your sixth UK season, and you watch all the the other ones from around the world, or not all of them, but you know Australia and and the US. I, I don't know quite honestly. Have I got the enthusiasm for like more seasons of exactly the same thing? Well, I was just about to mention that just before we wrap it all up, Dave. That if and I mean this if, and Chris is on his, his fucking ranting station now, Dave. I'm sorry. If these fucking stupid producers pull out that fucking awful, wanky, baby fucking task, I'm out for them two episodes. I am gone, Dave. I'm taking a fucking holiday or something. I do not need to see them pull that stupid baby fucking task out. I really don't need to see it. We've seen it. I mean, we've seen it three times this year already, obviously, because we're watching them around the world. And it's the same format. The only thing I think they've stopped, which I agree with, originally the UK one, they had the baby for like two or three days or two or three episodes anyway. And it was fucking horrendous. So we don't need to see that. We know they're all fucking uh, self-centered, selfish people. They're all young. They won't understand unless they've, you know, they've got kids themselves. Let's just leave that. I don't understand what it means or what they're trying to get out when they do that. It's absolutely shit. So let's hope we don't see that, Dave. Yeah, and, and I'm probably not as fatigued with it as you are, but it, it certainly I think they need to, you know, they've got a formula. But, you know, you see it with other shows, don't you? You know, I'm a celebrity and stuff like that. They they do evolve it. They do mix it up a bit. And it seems like with this Love Island formula, it's like, nope, here's the script. You know, the only thing that changes is the people who, who are in there. Unless our hand is forced, like the, the lie detector test, and, and we have to take that one out. So, yeah, I, I want to see a little bit more variety from this season coming up. Definitely, definitely. Now, I think that's a perfect way to end today's episode. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in again. Let's hope this Love Island UK rocks this, uh, this season. And obviously, it's going to be all back in the summer, Dave. So, uh, fantastic. If you want to get in contact with us, at Love Island Cast on Twitter, or if you want to email us, and we love the emails. We got loads of emails over the previous season. So, please fire in. Any questions to me and Dave, if you just want to run and chat about the show with us, and we have plenty of emails, Dave, which we do, from uh, male listeners who admit that they love watching and listening to Love Island, but if you do email us, you may read it out, guys. So if you want to email us, the loveislandcast at gmail.com, and also, if you have got time and you can pry yourself away from the TV, please go onto your podcast catching app and just drop myself and Dave a review of the show. It just helps us get out there to more people. And obviously we can get this Love Island community growing. So Dave, great episode. Thank you again uh, for another great show. And mate, we are off. So uh, we'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye now.